Hi, my name is Rafael Broshi. I'm the CEO of Notch, and you're watching Folks Alert on Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the Folks Alert Show. My name is Kiko. My guest today is Rafael Brahoshi, CEO of Notch Insurance for a social media influencer. Rafi, how are you, sir? Hey, Kiko. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, no problem. Uh, we've been trying to get this going for a couple of days. Now. <laughs> yeah, it took us a while. Hey, listen, we, we're in two totally different time zones. I didn't realize that you're in Tel Aviv. Yeah, I live in Israel. Uh, I go to the U.S. a lot, and I'll probably move there soon. But currently, we're mostly based in Israel. What time is it there now? It's uh, 6 p.m., middle of the day. Oh, middle, well, your, your day is kind of winding down. My day is kind of getting started, <laughs> right? Well, I appeal to the U.S. audience. You know, I live in two time zones. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Listen, I, uh, I found you on social media. And um, I saw a couple of your posts and I was very interested in the services your company provide. And I was like, why didn't I think it is? You know, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is something I should have thought about. But tell me a little bit about your company, Notch. Sure. So we founded Notch in May 2021. Three partners. All of us have known each other for a very, very long time. And basically what happened was that in middle 2020, I used to work at a hedge fund. I quit. I wanted to start my own fund that mostly, mostly does gaming. I've been an avid gamer my entire life. Uh, and during that time, when I spoke to a lot of companies in the industry and started playing a game after uh, a few years of not playing anything because I knew that I would get addicted to playing games again, I saw that a lot of people are losing their accounts, getting hacked. So I used mm. to play role-playing games. Um, and after that happened, there was a small Israeli insurance company that got hacked. And basically they said that they're not paying the hacker. They have cyber insurance and the insurance will pay. Of course, we didn't really understand anything at the time, the insurance industry. But we started thinking what would happen if something like this happened to us. Now, every one of us has different kind of assets, but most are in the digital space, other than maybe your apartment, if, if you have a lot of money and you already own one, or your car. Um, but basically, we rely on digital assets today, either to run our business or just to live, right? Social media, WhatsApp, Telegram, email. That's how we communicate. That's our digital identity. Mm. Um, so the premise was that every new business that is being built today relies on some sort of digital asset as the growth engine or lead generator for the business. And that's basically your digital storefront. And it doesn't matter if you're a content creator or if you have a clothing store. We all get our customers in the same way. Uh, so that's where it started, basically, that we understood that we need to find a way of providing a financial safety net uh, for those micro businesses that don't really have any other solution. Now, question for you is that 
we're talking digital space and that can cross international boundaries, right? Um, does it matter what country that individual is in? Because I try, listen, I, I went to your website. I set up, <clears throat> try to set up an account, you know, based upon my Instagram account. So I was wondering, you know, just to, so I can have this conversation with you. If I am in South America, so to speak, right? Does the value of my digital asset based upon my location or that's same asset, same value across the board? We look at it as same value, same asset across the board. Of course, if let's say you're an influencer and you live in South America, you might get different rates from brands that want to work with you compared to North America. That's just an example. Mm -hmm. uh, but the reason we're not offering uh, our insurance product all over the world is because maybe digital assets cross boundaries, but insurance regulation does not. Ah, insurance gotcha, is gotcha. a very, very strict field where every geography, every country has different regulation. And in the US, you have 50 different state regulators. So to launch nationwide in the US, we had to go through 50 insurance regulators. See, I didn't think about that. You're absolutely right. Every state have the different have different rules um, and governing bodies. So mainly you're focused on the United States and maybe Israel where you you're located, right? Yeah, yeah. But Israel is a very small space, especially when, when talking about the niche that we chose. Um, so I would say most startups in Israel uh, are focusing on a different market. Most of the time it's the US. Okay. So as you said in the beginning, it doesn't matter what business they're in, just as long as they have digital space, have digital assets in the, the virtual world, they can get insurance through you. Well, right now we're only covering social media accounts. Uh, we started only with Instagram and that's most of the content you've seen uh, about in social media. Uh, yesterday we launched our YouTube product and the idea is to expand to every social media platform out there within the next few months. And after that, uh, we'll see. We have plans to expand listen, down listen. the road. Let me, let me say this to you. I, I've lost a hundred accounts, right? I've, I've lost a lot of account on Instagram. <laughs> okay. And okay. That's good to know next time you want to buy insurance. Well, well we, we're going to talk, right? We're going to talk, but listen here, let me, let me, let me throw this at you. Before even founding your page, you know, stumbling on your page, you see these people on social media and we, I want to get to the bot, the bot part of it. They say, okay, I can help get your page back. Right. Just give me, give me, Give me five, give me five thousand dollars, and I get your page back. Do you caution people in proceeding that way in giving? Well, what we always say when people ask us if we can help retrieve their accounts, and we say, "Hey, if you're if you're not an active policyholder, we can't do much to help." because of regulation, but when they ask us, hey, can you point us into the right direction? We always say we don't know of any legitimate entity that does that because 
As a matter of fact, there isn't any magic formula into getting accounts back. Okay, so it's either you know someone from the platform to you have a way to contact Meta support, and there are a few ways, or you pay the hacker, right? So no one actually hacks Instagram accounts. No one's gonna sit with a hoodie, hack the platform and steal your account. 100% of the time, what happened was you gave your credentials without even knowing it to someone through a social engineering attack or by giving it to someone you trust. Gotcha. So one of the benefits of having insurance with Notch is that if I lose my account, you guys would help me retrieve that account or it takes steps in order to get me that account back. Now in the insurance policy, and I haven't read your insurance policy, is there a morals clause in that policy where you may have a particular policy holder, they're doing questionable things on social media, which may subsequently violate it, the platform's terms and condition. As a result, they lose their account. They have insurance, but they want you to use your magic ball in order to get the insurance, get the, the, the account back. I don't think that would, you wouldn't be able to do that, right? So first of all, we never guarantee a hundred percent will be successful in retrieving the account. We help, uh, and the way that we structure the reimbursement is to pay daily, according to the coverage you chose during the onboarding process for up to 90 days or until we manage to retrieve your account. So uh -huh. it's never guaranteed and we never, uh, let anyone think differently. That's one second. Currently, our policy only covers account takeovers. So if your account got suspended, we might be able to help outside the scope of the policy, but it is not a covered event. So if you get suspended, whether because you violated terms of service or by, which happens quite often, people get suspended for no reason because of a mistake from Instagram's end, gotcha. at this point, we won't be able to, to help. Uh, the policy does not cover that. We do intend to issue an endorsement to the policy, which would cover suspensions, but that's going to be a different product. Got you. Uh, this is quite different from what you got into, from what your previous career was. Hedge funds. Yeah. Uh, why? why? You, you know, you could probably be sitting somewhere making a great deal of money, not dealing with the stress, because listen... Me and you communicated via email, right? We've been going back and forth and because of the time difference and you've been very busy doing what you're doing and I understand that, but this can be very stressful. So, and I mean, I don't know how stressful the hedge fund business is, but this social media thing is a challenge. Why even bother yeah, so with I, it? So there are i would say difficulties in in every field hedge fund is a very very competitive field uh, you get judged daily on your performance ideas mm -hmm. etc so it's all very stressful now i'm running uh my own business which uh keeps me up at night and it's very difficult from from a few other directions but i think what really pushed me into making this decision is that I've always wanted to build something. Um, and it was a bit hard for me 
that as someone working in a hedge fund, basically your product is making money. That's what you do all day. You look at the stocks and basically you trade, right? You don't create much. Right. If you win on a trade, the other side loses. If you lose on a trade, the other side won. That's basically the way that most hedge funds work. Of course, you can create value for your shareholders, etc. But that's indirect value. And I want to build something, a real product. And if that product benefits enough people and enough people buy it, sure, I'll make money. But that's not something I think about daily when I wake up or when I go to sleep. All I think about is how do I get more customers to buy the product? How do I make the customers that bought the product stay happy and refer more people? That's all I do. And how do I make the product better? What I'm hearing from you is that, you know, you're not, you're not losing any sleep by walking away from the hedge fund. This gives you more satisfaction. It does. More it fulfill, does. It's I, more fulfilling for you. That's what I'm, I'm looking at yeah. you like, listen, I'm, you know, I could be doing that, but I'm, 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 I'm very content doing this. Yeah, definitely. I feel like that's where I need to be. I'm really fulfilling everything I wanted. It's extremely, extremely hard. Um, you don't know how the next six months are going to look like. So whenever people ask me, what are your plans for the company to look like in five months in five years? I'm sorry. Of course you have an end game and you have your roadmap, but in reality, mm. a startup is a roller coaster and a lot of people say it, uh, but until you're there, you don't really understand how true it is. So the highs are very, very high and the lows are very, very low. There's no in between. I, can, I, you know, listen, I can relate to what you're talking about. Uh, for you, you're paving a new path for the insurance industry. Uh, scary, right? Scary. But here's, here's, the, here's the, the downside. You may have, say, Geico or Allstate, for example, which for a period of time, they didn't offer homeowner insurance, right? Like if you had a homeowner, like an apartment, you couldn't get insurance, but now every insurance company are offering that. And these big, I'm sure someone maybe are looking at digital asset insurance, right? You are creating yeah, a I'm whole road, a roadmap to this is how this should be functioning. This is how we should move forward. You're figuring out all the, the ins and out. Does it concern you that maybe a, a large company may come in and want to buy you out or maybe even try to get into the space that you're in? Yeah, I think the main concern and everyone who's not concerned is just not thinking about it enough. And insurance is an industry where everyone copies everyone. So whenever you file a product, mm -hmm. that product is out there. Anyone else can come in and might take a few months, but can get this product to market. So of course there is a fear that Geico will come one day and say, you know what, let's put $50 million aside and let's, let's see what this thing is. Something like an innovation lab. I think that the difference between the traditional approach of, okay, I'm offering auto insurance, let's offer commercial, let's offer a homeowners. And at the end of the day, that's different skills needed in underwriting and claims adjudication, but what we need is a good formula and we're paying for damages. I think 
but the difference here is that, and it's also like this with new cyber insurance products, right? The monetary compensation is not enough anymore. And I think that a lot of carriers understood, um, looking at what they've seen in the cyber insurance market in 2020 and 2021, that if you only offer monetary compensation, if you only underwrite the risk from a very traditional standpoint and you don't offer any prevention services, you're not going to succeed. So I think that what we're seeing now is that the insurance piece is important and it's easily replicable. The underwriting might take a bit of time, but we're not smarter than a thousand other guys out there. Um, I think what's hard to replicate in any business is expertise and service. I think the service we're offering and the way that we offer service to our customers and potential customers is something that is a lot harder to do for a big company because saying, Hey, we have amazing technology. No one can do something like that. I think that's kind of bullshit just because, okay, it took us a few million dollars in a year to build this. Who's to say that someone else can't, right? There are a lot of smarter people than I am with more experience in the field, so they can do the same. Um, but building your entire organization to cater those very, very small businesses and their unique needs in this niche is very different than what other carriers in the field are doing. Okay, we have several social, well, the main three. We have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, well, actually four, and TikTok. Okay, your focus, mm -hmm. you, your, your rollout, well, YouTube, my, my, forgive me, YouTube, I forgot mm -hmm. YouTube. You've rolled out Instagram, you've just started rolling out your, your YouTube services, uh, and I'm sure Facebook and TikTok are, are, are shortly behind. Um, we see Elon Musk take over Twitter, and he's making some changes over there, right? In terms of, mm -hmm. I, I believe I saw a news article where he are deleting some account if you don't say parody or, or you know, clearly saying that this is parody, your post is pertaining to parody. You offer insurance. Do you think a period in time you may start offering where you're backing up the asset? Because once the asset is gone, it's gone, Right. And if Instagram or any one of these social media accounts get deleted, they may have it somewhere on a server sitting somewhere, but you may not have access to it. Do you think having an outsource of backing this, this data up, so if you lose it, you still have access to it, may be part of the insurance? So it could be an additional service, but mm -hmm. at the end of the day, what's really important for anyone that... Uh, manages an online community. And when I say online community, I mean that if you have an Instagram account with 2000 followers, you're managing an online community, right? Okay? You might be the subject of the community, but that's what binds everyone together. Right. So the important thing is, is the connections that you've created. The fact that thousands of people have decided to follow you, which means that they want to see content from you. They're giving you their time of day. That's priceless. The fact that you're going to lose years of content is depressing, 
but I would say most people have a lot of this uh, backed up because of just the way that they create content. But the real important thing is the connections. And that's the part where it cannot be backed up because you might say, hey, and, and we see it, uh, this answer from a lot of people that, that aren't in this space. They say, okay, sir, account got hacked, just create a new one. Yeah, but I had 10,000 followers there. I'm not gonna get 10,000 followers again. Think of it like every account sits inside a huge shopping mall Mm-hmm. with a million stores, all of those stores sell candy. So once your account gets closed, your store, they're <laughs> just going to go buy candy somewhere else, right? So it doesn't matter which niche you're from. If we do security tips and people follow us and they're not our customers to hear security tips, if we're going to be wiped out the face of the earth tomorrow, they'll just find another account that helps solve their, their problems and their needs. And we won't see those people again. So that's the really important asset here. That's a pretty harsh analogy, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, it's true, though. Right? It's true. Where, Where do you see, you know, you say online community, right? And it is. But where do you see social media going? Because in the United States, people are saying that Social media companies are getting too big. They're unregulated. There's no government body that regulates them. Uh, do you see that becoming a part of it? And, you know, what social media is today may not be what it is going to be a month or maybe a year moving forward. Because I want to I wanna push it, put this at you. Apple, where I'm at, right? Uh, if you update your Apple phone right now, it will tell you, do you want this app to track you? You can opt Mm -hmm. out. You opt out. That has caused a huge trickle effect on social media because now they don't have access to the data, which they have depended on for years in order to sell advertisement. So things Mm -hmm. are definitely changing. And Apple is saying, hey, listen, I'm not going to give you the data anymore. We control the device. We control the Apple store. So mm-hmm. do you see your business impact being impacted by these changes? Well, you know, of course, every business is going to be impacted because we advertise on Facebook ads and if Facebook ads are becoming less effective because of iOS 14 changes, what you just uh, mentioned, right? then we're impacted because our acquisition costs increase. But I think that... What you've mentioned is not a change in terms of how people consume social media or how they make decisions based on products they see on social media. All that has changed is that the way to serve ads to customer and the way to know their interests between devices and platforms has changed, right? It it became harder. Um, But if you look at newer platforms like TikTok, TikTok took the interest graph to new levels and a yes. lot of platforms are yes. now copying them. And, and basically people talk a lot about the new type of SEO where the social media platforms are becoming the source of SEO. I think they're looking at it in a bit of an old view, which means instead of searching in Google, you're going to start searching for products in TikTok. I'm saying no. 
you don't have to search anymore because TikTok knows you so well, they're going to serve you the ads and the content that you want sometimes before you even searched it. So I think that's the based upon your activity generation. Exactly. And that's the next generation. That's where social media is going. That's why almost 50% of all retail purchases done online are because that person has first seen the product through social media. And I think social commerce is where things are going. Businesses are starting to handle their entire business through the platforms. Now, looking at Instagram, Instagram itself is not really built in the greatest way to support those businesses. If I have a company and I want 20 people in my company to have access to our Instagram account and to answer a lot of customers and speak to them and create tons of content, we might get blocked or suspended. Um, so I think that's where things are going. Those platforms are becoming much more business oriented. Uh, we see it in all of the TikTok fund and YouTube shorts now allowing monetization. They allow more people and micro businesses to make money through those platforms, either directly through brand deals or through reels bonuses or other kinds of monetization bonuses. Right. Or just helping support indirect sales well there are as you said a lot of social platforms are offering benefits for you to stay on those platforms i i don't i don't i don't know if i if i'm in all in with that you know because now they they want you to be employee without the benefits well not sure not sure i agree i mean i think they're giving you the freedom to do what you want and not needing a nine to five now it's not for everyone everyone a lot of people think that being a content creator is mm. easy but it's very hard work you need to manage your time you need to be very consistent it might take you years until you generate enough revenue of course you see overnight successes but that's what we always hear right we hear about the the people that won the lottery, we hear about startups that succeed. We hear about the biggest content creators in the world. We don't hear about the ones who fail. So I just think here that it's only fair that those platform would split the revenue that they're making out of the backs of content creators and companies that create content. Uh, because that's the value. That's the value of the plot platform at the end of the day. Well, agree to disagree, but. They've made. They've already had a net start on us, right? Let's let's let's. We can we can both agree on this. These platforms already had a net start in terms that they've got the content for free. They've made millions, even billions, and now they say, okay, well, we're going to share the revenue with you, but we're not going to give you the money. You have to work. Now we're going to make it possible for you to earn, but you have to work in order to make your money, and we'll keep you on the platform. So now create content. Yes, I agree with you. Social media is moving towards a space to where they want people to create content, valuable content that people want to watch. That makes the platform, I guess, more desirable, so to speak, right? Yeah, but you're talking about the platform creating the content itself. No, 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 no. The, 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 the influencers are creating the content. The mm -hmm. social media platform is not creating anything. 
the only thing different creators is, the only thing different creators is the platform for you to come and have access to followers and so on and so forth right yeah and this yeah. is and you and as you said going back to what you said a few minutes ago you said these are online communities no different than you having a car or a home so but it's digital so this is where your business comes in you need to protect that asset so therefore we're going to give you insurance in order to protect that asset from hackers from deletes whatever the case is you know power surges whatever whatever the content however you lose your content your company will provide that service in order to protect it in general yeah i would say you need to look at it as business interruption insurance so what we're saying is currently with, with our current product is you generate revenue by using this social media account whether it's instagram youtube or in the future other platforms if your platform if your account i'm sorry gets deactivated currently only because of an account takeover you're losing a set amount of income each month because of it it's the same thing as someone's going to come to your physical store down the street and put a brick wall in front of it and not let anyone get it right it's it's not going to be so hard to estimate how much money you lost out of it opportunity cost fixed uh, costs etc so that's exactly what we're doing just for social media accounts business interruption insurance i like that i'm going to steal that profit i'm i'm going to i'm going to take that appreciate that go for that. it it's not mine go for it <laughs> listen uh I really enjoy this conversation. I know we started on insurance, but you know, you have a wealth of knowledge and I appreciate you taking the time to come on here and chat with me, being open, uh, talking about where you see social media, social media space going. Uh, that's a conversation, you know, the public needed to hear. And I appreciate you coming on here and sharing your knowledge with me, man. Yeah, listen, you're more than welcome to come back anytime. I have some video I wanted to show, but isn't it, it's not even necessary to show the video of you because you're here, you know? <laughs> Thanks, Kiko. I really appreciate it. No, man, I really appreciate you coming on, man. I really do. Uh, get Notch. Get Notches on Instagram. They need to follow you. Uh, not only you sell the insurance, but also you, you drop some very, very valuable information that people need to heed to if they want to be navigating, you know, around the social media space. So get notch. They need to follow you on, on, on Instagram and, and tap in with you. But again, man, I'd love for you to come back anytime you want to come back when you do. Hey, when you're doing a rollout, come on back, man. Sounds good. So we just rolled out YouTube. We can talk again in a month or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Work. Definitely. We'll talk about YouTube. We'll talk about YouTube. Uh, listen, it was awesome. a pleasure. It was a pleasure having you here. Um, thank you again. And you enjoy your, your evening in Tel Aviv. Thanks, Kiko. Appreciate it. Have All a right. good one. Likewise. Take care. You too.